ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back. And we do think Joe Biden said that his butt is wet. Here we go. My butt is wet. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And, and I'm sticking to it. And it uh, I, I can't unhear it. I can't unhear it. Welcome back. Second hour of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Shifting gears a little bit now. Um, we just showed you, spent an hour covering Donald Trump's speeches, um, using fair use of Newsmax, since they always like to claim our videos anyway. Might as well just use their footage in fair use to tell you what happened over the weekend, um, since no matter what we use, they, they claim it anyway. Um, we talked about J Donald Trump soaring with his speech, Joe Biden mumbling, talking about wet butts, and uh, drinking the blood of children. And, and here's the crazy part. In all of that, we didn't even cover the, like, what's also a gaffe. Like, the, my butt's wet covered up the gaffe. Well, let's play that, because uh, we were all so perplexed, we didn't hear the, the other gaffe. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry about that. Play, play, play all of Cut 7, or did you cut it? I had it queued. It, it was all of Cut 7. Okay. I'll go back to it. Here we go. Okay, let's play, let's play all of what do you say at the end there? So the question, the question was, will immigration be in reconciliation? And you say a pathway to citizenship needs to be there. Whether it's in immigration remains to be seen. So he meant to say reconciliation, but he said immigration. Like that's that's the that's the gaff. My butt's been wet. Is is the cover like like shot chaser? <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, but no. Will, will immigration be in reconciliation? Well, I don't know if a pathway to citizenship will be in immigration. Okay. Walk away. Okay. Wet well, butt. It's not. You didn't answer any of the questions. You said something really really weird, and then you walked away slow. Apophis says that Joe Biden has trench ass, which I assume is something similar to trench foot. Foot, yeah. Which which was experienced by World War One soldiers in the trenches of Europe, where their foots were literally their foots, their feet were literally rotting. Um, I, thank you for putting that in my Image mind. In my head, right. trench ass. Yeah, I appreciate that, Apophis. I appreciate that very much. So we we led into this hour talking about this. This is Bolsonaro leader of brazil he gets into it with reporters and i'm using this to show you what real leadership looks like but also to segue into this health conversation we're going to be having in the second hour masks fauci gain of function all that so let's play this this is bolsonaro and if you're li listening to audio edition i will summarize at the end if you do not speak the native tongue let's play cut number 10. <laughs> que usaram Ivermectina. Por que vocês não admitem isso? Porque você acha que me consultar com o Bonner ou com a Miriam Leitão sobre esse assunto? Pare de, de tocar no assunto. Você quer botar... Me bota o Jansson agora. Vai botar agora? Estou sem massa em Guaratinguetá. Está feliz agora? Você está feliz agora? Essa Globo é uma merda de imprensa. Vocês são uma porcaria de imprensa. Vocês são os caras... Cala a boca. Vocês são canalhas. Vocês são o pai do jornalismo. Jornalismo canalha, vocês fazem. Canalha, que não ajuda em nada. Vocês não ajudam em nada. Vocês destroem a família brasileira, destroem a religião brasileira. Vocês não prestam. A Rede Globo não presta. É uma péssima 
órgão de informação. Se você não assiste a Globo, você não tem informação. Se assiste, está desinformado. Você tinha que ter vergonha na cara se prestar para um serviço porco que é esse que você faz na Rede Globo. Obrigado. Wow. <risos> so, Trumpian so, moment. My goodness. That was a Trumpian moment. And they, and they call him the Trump of Brazil. Um, so, just to just explain it. He's getting into it with reporters. He's complaining that they try to censor him talking about ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Mm -hmm. And he says, even though I've had conversations with you and you admit you've taken it, when the cameras are rolling, you pretend that you haven't. And he calls them the Globo TV, says you're trash. He basically trash. says you're trash. Yeah. He says you're That's trash, you're terrible. You're, you're propaganda. He says you have Globo, a pork yeah. product. Like you, you put out pork, pork. TV. Let's think about that. Not, 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 not slamming anyone who's in the pork industry. No, but imagine just—I mean, th that's that's a that's an insult that I'm sure doesn't completely translate to English. No, um, and culturally over there, I bet it was some real stuff-talking moment. Yeah, right? he's just like yeah. to him, like you're pork, and they're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa, you, whoa, whoa, how are you doing? Right, I almost went into an Italian. Whereas, like, what, <laughs> what, it's, it's, it's like it's like you're a pig. It's like yeah. you're, you're mm -hmm. swine, right? I right. mean, so, different different cultures have a different way of saying it. It was right. funny that the that the subtitles called it pork. Like in Eng oh, in England, it'd be you you swine, right? Right, you're pork. <laughs> you're pork. And in the Muslim world, it'd be like haram, haram. Don't touch it. <laughs> <Right>. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, but it, it was that was a great moment. I wanted to play that because, and I apologize everyone who's listening to the audio version because it was subtitled. But that was the general gist of it: attacking the yeah. press. The Globo TV, he said Globo is crap. He says global it, Globo is shit. He said it. Oh, that's not me cursing. That's me quoting. I, I, I can do quote. I have to remove that one? I don't know. Right. How late do you want to stay? I can keep saying it. Let's just keep moving forward. <laughs> Let's keep moving I forward. Have the, I have the ultimate trump card. <laughs> oh, oh, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Well, sorry, all right. Sorry, honey. Sorry, honey. I won't be home for another 13 hours. Right. Max, Max spent an said... hour just dropping F bombs. Right. Yeah, no, I would be back. Constantly. But it would mean you never Best went show home. ever, though. Highest ratings yeah, we've ever gotten. Yeah, best show ever. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. So I uh, want to play that because it, it's him going after the media for misinformation, truly misinformation. Global. And he's calling them out. Yeah. He's calling them out. Well, we have Fauci with some more misinformation today, well, this weekend, saying that the CDC, NIH, is actively studying whether to force everyone to start wearing masks again. Let's play cut 11. Um, we only have a little time left. I want to ask you, sources are telling CNN the top health officials are weighing whether to revise mask guidelines for vaccinated Americans are you part of those conversations? And if so, what are you advising? Do you think masks yeah. should be brought back for vaccinated Americans? You know, Jake, this is under active consideration. If you're asking, am I part of, am I part of the discussion? Yes, I am part of the discussion. But I think what you are seeing, even though as of our conversation at this moment, the CDC still says and recommends that if you are vaccinated fully, that you do not need to wear a mask indoors. However, if you look at what's going on locally in the trenches in places like LA County, the local officials have the discretion and the CDC agrees with that ability and discretion capability to say, you know, 
you're in a situation where we're having a lot of dynamics of infection. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. That's a local decision that's not incompatible. It is incompatible. Let me explain why. What he just admitted is that they're talking about it, but the official CDC policy, the top health experts in the country, the official policy is that there is no scientific or medical reason to force people with antibodies to wear masks. And they always say vaccinated. There's a reason that they don't say, in addition to vaccinated, people who had the virus and got over it and now have some level of immunity. Because they, they, they always like to pretend that that level of immunity doesn't exist. Right. They, they like to pretend that it doesn't exist, which is false. Right. Part of the way you get to herd immunity is with people who had the vac- who had the virus. Right. Who got the virus have naturally forming antibodies and are protected, at least in some level, should their body ever encounter the virus again. But never have they ever said if you had COVID-19 got over it, you don't have to wear a mask at least for like six months. We think six months you're good. They, they've never said that. They've always claimed that you have zero protection or, or they've say, claimed we don't know how much protection you have. So they've tried to they've tried to straddle the fence between saying this is what is true scientifically. Remember, Fauci always says the science changes, the science changes. But now he's saying that he is OK with a local health official abandoning the science. Because if the science says you don't have to wear a mask if you have antibodies, and a local health official says you do, the local official is a science denier. They're a science denier. They are. Hmm. They are. Hmm. Call them what they are. So you're They're giving, denying the science. So someone's given the arbitrary power to say yes or no on something at a local level, regardless of what the yes. national people are saying? So then yes. why, why, why is the national group involved in the first place then? Uh, I don't know. It's an interesting question, but I mean, just just think about this. What his answer was is you got a lot of things going on. Better to just be safe than sorry. That's not how constitutional rights work, Bucko. We're not a safe or better safe than sorry country. We're an inalienable rights country where you have the right to freedom of movement. You have the right to freedom of expression. There is no greater hindrance of the freedom of expression than to block your ability to express your emotions by forcing people to cover their mouth. I mean, we haven't even talked about that. How can you have a freedom to express your feelings if no one's ever able to see below your eyeballs? I mean, we've all experienced it. Looking at people not wearing masks, you have no idea what they're thinking. No. Are they smiling at me? Are they frowning at me? Are they licking their lips? Two thirds of your brain are dedicated to figuring that out. The ladies lick their lips under the mask when they see Josh rolling by. Oh, dear God, don't do this again. Rolling by in his truck. No, don't do this again. Yeah, they, they lick their lips. <laughs> all weekend, all, all I had to heard from my wife was, so you, uh, the people like your voice, huh? <laughs> and I was like, yep, that was Max starting that uh, little uh, <laughs> thing. Thanks, buddy. Uh, she's going to start giving you strep. <laughs> <laughs> It's just ridiculous. I mean, so my antibodies don't work. I have to wear a mask. I mean, we've given you all had COVID. The... Yeah. Oh, I had COVID. Uh, didn't even really hit me that hard. You know, I had to stay away from work, obviously. Uh, I had one day where I felt really icky. I didn't even develop a cough. And then I was feeling better. I remember talking to the boss here at work. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to come in. And they're like, no, you got to stay away. 
So I've been around a ton of people who have, I think, gotten re-sick with COVID. I have no proof of that other than that, but I've had a ton of people here at the office get sick we, around we, me. Well, John, I haven't picked it up. Joe, yeah, Joe has said he's had it twice. I always joke he's like the four-timer, the four-time champ. Yeah, he, you he, could. he said he's had it twice. I, and I it's possible. Doubt it. Yeah. It's it's just like you can get the flu because there's different year. strains of flu, yeah. right? But generally, generally, if you get if you get a disease. The next time you get it, if you do get it, generally it's not as bad. Bad, right? You because get your body has that. Yeah, your body has that roadmap of how to defeat it. It's a sim. It's if it's similar enough, it tends to be not that bad. What we've seen from the Fauci's of the world is they've never gotten beyond. We don't know how long your antibodies last. No, they 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 haven't actually studied it. No, do they want to? Because if you've got lasting lasting uh antibodies from this right is it going to be that dangerous down the road i mean is it worth all of the squeeze that they're putting on economies closing down starting close downs back up because it sounds like the world wants another shutdown you know they're, they're just well waiting for that delta variant to start closing everything down again like in australia and they're the one that comes to well, mind here's I don't know if anybody else is I, i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the numbers iceland i believe it's iceland yeah. has vaccinated 90% of people who are, like, eligible. Wow. Wow. 90% of all people who are eligible have been vaccinated in Iceland. And Iceland is shutting down. But 90% of people have been vaccinated. Why would they do it? Because it's the same kind of thing as uh, as gun control with the Democrats. If we can save one life. Yeah, but they, they, they It'll never be enough. Proof that they can do that. I know, but they're saying, like, listen, even if 99.99999% of the population is vaccinated or has natural antibodies, they'll say, well, there's still 10 people who could get it. So let's not have an economy anymore. Let's yeah. not have a school, right? Let's have rising child suicide rates. I mean, this is how silly it's becoming. And we'll get to it in a second, a clip of Fauci, people saying, get that man off the screen. We have to know what Fauci's saying, because if you don't, it's, you're going to get blindsided. You get blindsided by what's coming next. They're already talking about two Americas. They're already talking about mm-hmm. punishment and reward based on vaccine status. Right, when it comes to me and Joe, me and Joe are on different sides of the coin on whether we think vaccines work. Actually, I don't know if Joe doesn't think they work. I just know Joe doesn't think that they're worth it. He thinks that the in, in many cases, the negatives are worse than the benefits. I don't know if he doesn't think they work. Um, we've had that discussion. What, I, what I've always been firmly against, though, is the idea of vaccine passports, the idea of punishing people for not agreeing to get an experimental vaccine that still has not been fully approved by the FDA, right? It's a Gen 1 drug. Gen 1. Yeah, it's Gen 1. It's it's Gen 1. And you know what? Maybe it, we don't know. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But I've, I've never been for, and I've always been vehemently against, the idea that there should be punishments. But they're already starting to talk about punishments, rewards. It's not enough to just give have a, have a lottery like they had in Ohio and California, where if you get the vaccine, you entered into a lottery, you could win millions, right? Mm-hmm. They're done with that. They're done with the carrot. They're coming with the stick. They want the punishments and rewards. And the reason they're saying that if you're unvaccinated, you're the one causing all of this. Mm. You're the one causing all of this. I want to play this cut. This is Anthony Fauci. This is cut number 15, jumping ahead a little bit. Cut 15. Fauci says it's the unvaccinated people's fault that we have a Delta variant and potentially more variants. Let's play cut 15. Impact of the unvaccinated on the rest of us. 
Well, the impact, jo Jonathan, is that you're going to have the propagation of an outbreak that will continue to smolder. So you're going to have suffering on the part of the people who are unvaccinated. There will be some, not very many, we hope, but there will be some breakthrough infections even among the vaccinated. So as long as you have circulating virus in the community, which is predominantly because people are not getting vaccinated, then they hurt themselves. And you don't want to see that because among those are people that are going to wind up getting hospitalized and some of them are going to die. That's the individual impact on those who don't want to get vaccinated. But there's a broader societal impact, Jonathan, in that if you allow the virus to freely circulate because so many people are unvaccinated, you give it yet again another opportunity to mutate even more. Mm -hmm. And you may wind up with creating a variant that, in fact, is eludes the protection of the vaccine. We're very fortunate that even though this Delta variant is a real bad actor in the sense of being highly transmissible, I cut it. for the most cut part, it. the vaccines work. So we'll break down a lot of what he just said. On a technical level, there is an element of what Fauci just said that is true. The more that a virus spreads, the more opportunity it has to change, to mutate, evolve, whatever, whatever word you want to use. Every time that virus jumps from, from person to person, it changes a little bit. It changes a little bit. I mean, you go about your day and, and when you experience new things, you change a little bit too. You're not the same person you were a year ago. You're not the same person you were 20 years ago, right? We go through life and we all change a little bit. Viruses change too. Every time they jump from person to person or animal to animal, whatever, whatever host they're jumping to, they change a little bit. And when it becomes harder to jump from person to person, they will mutate to try and survive. They're, the virus is, I, I say they, the virus is fighting to survive. So just like when, when life gets hard and, and, and it gets tough for you, you, you kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep pushing forward and try and break through, right? The virus does the same thing. Mm -hmm. So when more people are vaccinated and more people have natural antibodies, it becomes harder for the virus to spread. And, and, and he admitted there are breakthrough infections, which he should inform that to Joe Biden, because Joe Biden uh, during his town hall said, if you get vaccinated, you will not get it, period. Not true. Not true. False. And they also say that, that there are lots of people who get vaccinated will get it. I mean, the way they present the vaccine isn't that it's going to block you from getting it. They say it's going to block. It's going to make it less likely that you have to be hospitalized, which you look at the science, you look at how antibody science works. Yes. You are less likely to be hospitalized if you already have the antibodies for the disease you don't want to be hospitalized from. But you still get it. You can still get it. And you can still pass it technically. And that virus can still mutate when it jumps from you to someone else, whether you have an antibodies naturally or through or through uh, the vaccine. Right. But he's claiming that the unvaccinated are killing the vaccinated. It's a, it's a strange, it's not it's a, a strange argument. It, that one bugs me, right? It's, it's a strange argument. If I have the antibodies, aren't I just as effective as any vaccine out there? Right? Yeah. My body's already done the uh, job. Well, can, so can scientifically, scientifically, and, and this is going to get 
people who are against the vaccine all crazy. When you actually do study the antibody counts in people's blood, the antibody counts for people who have been vaccinated are off the charts, like like as high as they can get when they actually do the antibody testing. The antibodies from natural infection are high, but they're not as high. They're not. They're, and, and this is not even talking about negative effects of vaccine, just the positive effects of a vaccine. The antibody tests are higher for vaccinated individuals. Maybe Joe, since he's had it twice, maybe he's he's super, super immune. Um, <laughs> super immune. But it's it, it exists, though. It still exists. And the question is, well, how m- many antibodies, what level of antibody protection do you need to stay at the hospital to stop carrying? They don't know, they, and they won't tell us, right? The point being, though, it's insanity to say that the vaccine will help keep most, almost everyone out of the hospital if they get COVID and then simultaneously say the unvaccinated are going to kill the vaccinated. It, ju- it doesn't work like that. Man, like, it's, like, it's a really convenient way to pit two groups against each other, though. Yes, Man, it, it really is. That's, that's yes, a, it is. It's like it's made for TV right there. It is. And you ask yourself, what's the end game here? Is it what Fauci said a couple weeks ago that he wants to see two Americas? One where there's vaccinated and people have their rights back and one where it's unvaccinated and and they, they don't have certain liberties. Like if they want to board a plane from it, from Georgia, they have to show a vaccination card. But if they're flying out of New York, they don't. I mean, like, like what is that what he's talking about? Because we don't know. We don't know. What, the only thing we know is when it comes to these anti-constitutional tyrants, there is no shortage of imagination. They will never stop imagining ways to infringe on your rights even if it saves one person. And now we're there. Now we we have someone touting the effectiveness of a vaccine and saving lives and simultaneously saying that unvaccinated people will kill you even if you get the vaccine. Reminds me of a story I read today about Boris Johnson having something on the table that would prevent people from attending a soccer game if they were not vaccinated, right? Yeah. So look to your European partners for what uh, some of the... U- U.S. officials will want to start doing because if there's a vaccine vaccine passport, you know it's going to affect your international travel. Yeah. Uh, if you have an interstate passport, I mean, am I going to have to have papers to go from state to state, city to city, place to place? If I get pulled know. over, we don't know. Do I have to present my license plate and my papers? We don't know. That's the whole thing. We don't know, and we should. I mean, the, the yeah. answer is always there, right in front of us in the Constitution. You have freedom of movement, right? You have freedom 100%. of expression. Yep. You are a free individual, and you have given just a little sliver of that freedom to the government so that they can protect us from right. foreign invaders and have a general justice system. Otherwise, it's you all still yours. Retain. Yeah. yeah. You retain all is, of your that, basic freedoms. You know, they want to suspend the Constitution based on emergency, and if we allow them to do that once, how many emergencies will we have? Will there always be an emergency? Yeah. That way we can just keep suspending all yeah. of your, your rights? I mean, that's, it, it's, it's, it's one thing or the other. Either the vaccine works or it doesn't. Either the vaccine works or that doesn't. data won't even be like, you know, it'll be five years before we have people who have looked at that evidence, poured through it, and then released their findings. Five years. Yeah. It, it'll be it'll 30 years, years before we see any of the side effects the, from this drug. Now, again, this is all the people who don't like the vaccine. This is not a discussion of whether the pros outweigh the cons or the cons mm-hmm. outweigh the pros. I'm not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the pure ability of the vaccine to introduce antibodies and to introduce an antibody response that will reduce the likelihood of of infection Mm -hmm. or hospitalization. I mean, that basic part of the science works. 
We know it works generally based on infection rates. Yes, there are a lot of people who still do get COVID after being vaccinated. Yes, it, it does happen. The majority of them are asymptomatic or mild symptoms, right? And there are some people that, yes, will die from COVID after getting vaccinated. There's some people who have COVID once, get it a second time, and the second time will kill them. Just mm-hmm. like it, that, that'll happen with the flu. It happened with lots of things. It happened with, with, with any number of different diseases. There's no guarantees. There's nothing sure in this world at all. No. But I, I just, I, I can't get over. He's straddling the fence. He's saying, everyone get vaccinated. Why? Because vaccinations will keep you safe. Okay, well, well, I don't want to. Okay, well, if you don't, then you're going to kill the vaccinated. How am I going to kill the vaccinated? By giving them the virus. Uh, it, 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 it collapses yeah. under its own weight. But it, it, it collapses, the, the argument. They're just going to keep pushing this narrative that you've got to get this, this vaccine. Yeah, it's and I don't get it. We don't even know the infection rates. We don't even know the survivability. Yeah, we don't have says, any of this we, data. We don't know the infection. We don't know the infection rates. But generally, we know that the majority of people who are still passing away from COVID are not vaccinated. We that's what we know. Mm-hmm. Now that's not to say that that there aren't a number of vaccinated cases. That's not to say that there aren't a number of vaccinated hospitalizations. Maybe that number changes, right? But we do know generally. That if you are, especially if you are in one of those vulnerable classes, right, that we've talked about, we spent a year and a half talking about the elderly, right? We, we've talked about the immunocompromised. If you are in one of those classes, the, ver- the, the data we have so far strongly suggests that the antibodies introduced by the vaccine re- significantly, reduces, significantly reduces the likelihood of a fatal COVID infection. Now, again, that is not talking about whether the vaccine does more harm than good. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the basic science of infection. And, and, and that's something that Joe and I get into heated arguments about all the time, where he's like, oh, we were talking a couple weeks ago about the first person in the UK who ever got the vaccine, he passed away. And I was like, well, you know he got the vaccine in a hospital. He was already sick. He had already been admitted, right? So th- we, we, we have to wait for the basic data on it. But yes. what Fauci is claiming is that it's super effective and it's also not. The other wait, thing he's not mentioning. Wait, wait, really? Well, he's saying that it's super effective, but if everyone doesn't, doesn't do it, do the it. virus is going to mutate into this deadly pathogen. Here's the problem with that. And I've covered this and there are always exceptions to these rules. But generally, as a virus as a virus sees, and obviously it's not one virus, it's not like a hive mind, right? Not but yet. as viruses, as viruses understand that it's harder for them to infect other people, whether that be through natural immunity um, or vaccinate, vaccination antibodies, as it becomes harder and harder for a virus to jump from person to person, yes, it does, it does um, become more transmissible. That, that's, that's the whole goal. It's, it's hard for me to infect you, so I'm going to try and find ways to infect you. That's generally how viruses mutate. But when that happens, generally, they don't also become more deadly. Because if a virus just wants to spread as far and wide as it can, it doesn't want to kill the host faster. It, it, it's, it's illogical. Now, there are always exceptions to the rule. Yeah, there like are Ebola, always. Right, because Ebola... Yeah. Kind yeah, of, Ebola but, will, will likely right, kill right, you right, before right. you spread it. Likely. So that's one of the big yeah. exceptions. But generally, 
generally viruses that mutate become more transmissible do not simultaneously become more deadly when it happens naturally that's the caveat that's the caveat exactly because then you have evolution working the real mechanisms of that right and yeah and and these kind of uh small single cell organisms have a tendency to oh gosh i just forgot what i was going to say about that they're um they're not in the business of killing themselves off like you're saying yeah right they 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 have to survive too so it's within the interest of the whatever's infecting you to keep you alive long yeah. enough to transmit yeah. it, right? Maybe yeah. not kill it so it's maybe even be like chicken pox or shingles, you know, that just kind of yeah. hides in you a little bit. Yeah. And, time. and every time, every time it, it mutates, it's it's giving up lethality in exchange for transmissibility. And again, you mentioned you mentioned Ebola, there's always an exception. Oh yeah. This isn't Ebola. This isn't pustules bursting. And, and eyes infecting that way, stuff, right? right? In order for this virus to spread, you need to be walking around coughing on people, right? Now, the big caveat is that what I'm talking about generally is true for natural viruses. Throw everything out the window if a virus is engineered, because yes. I have no, we have no clue how that virus is engineered. We have no clue what what potential roadmap has been instilled. What kind of proteins and and, and yeah. CRISPR I mean all different crazy things yeah. that scientists can do we have no idea what the trajectory is on a man-made virus we don't evolution's, so that's that's the only scary part evolution is highly unpredictable and humans go through what a generation every 20 years right something like that yeah. all right viruses yeah. do that in how many minutes and they go through generations of of themselves in how many hours and how many days yeah. that's true because of the the replication of them so yeah, I mean, it's got time to think, as it were. And if it has just a little bit of a small code fragment in it that says, grow this new spike protein once this one becomes ineffective, who knows what could happen? Plus, yeah. it's engineered. I mean, what what can they do with CRISPR and stuff like that now? What what sort the of... sky's the limit. I know. I was going to say, things. once you give something gain a function, plus you lose control of it. If they think for a second yeah. that if this thing was manufactured and it was going to be controlled, I mean, that, that right there is... Yeah. Total farce. You yeah. can't control, na- you know, what did they say from Jurassic Park? Nature finds a way. It always so, will. So, bunch, a bunch of people in the comments section saying, what about VARES? What about VARES? I'm in VARES. I'm in VARES for the uh, tetanus vaccine. Uh, the tetanus shot. I got a tetanus shot in college, and my whole body mm-hmm. broke out in a rash. Yeah. So, I am in VARES. So, if you're just looking at VARES, adverse reaction, adverse event reaction reporting system, whatever. Um Obviously, there's a subclassification of fatalities, but just bad reactions doesn't tell you fatalities. And fatalities all get thoroughly investigated. They do. I mean, and, and there's been some funny business with the reporting on the CDC, which has been a little strange to see that they've been adding and removing, adding, removing um, numbers to the various death statistic. Seen that. But typically, when you report a death to VARES, it gets pretty thoroughly investigated. So we have to see what that means, but just reporting a death to VAERS doesn't necessarily prove causality in anything. And this is where something I think I've been trying to push this messaging and the comment section often turns on me. And I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to call anyone out, but the comment section also often turns on me. But statistically, it's important. It's important to understand causality. It's important to understand a caused B is not the same as A and B might have a link somewhere. 
Yeah. Ex example, comment section, I'm reading it, scrolling very fast. People saying that deaths in nursing homes have been skyrocketing. Well, deaths in nursing homes were also skyrocketing last year due to COVID. So what you, we have to ask ourselves, are deaths skyrocketing worse than COVID? And if they are, is the vaccine causing it? Is it, are there no other variables at play? There are plenty of variables at play here, uh, <laughs> at play here. I mean, heartbreak, how about heartbreak? How about go to a New York nursing home and live there for a year, not being able to see your loved ones? People also say, often say it can't happen, but you can die of a broken heart. Not literally, but you can, you can yeah, literally give yeah. up on living mm -hmm. because you, you feel like you have nothing left to live for, right? People, it is possible to die of a broken heart. There are tons of examples of, of, of husband and wife. The wife dies and then yeah. the husband dies like two weeks later. Right. I mean, it is possible. Hours later so in when some cases. So if, if you can isolate all those other variables, right, then we can have the conversation. But we can't have we can't just say that, oh, people pass away in nursing homes. People do pass away in nursing homes. I mean, there's a lot of people who go to nursing homes understanding they're never coming out. It's, it's an unfortunate fact. A, a lot of people who go into a nursing home understand that they will that, that that's the last place they're going to live. Most likely, and it, it's it's heartbreaking to talk about. It's heartbreaking to think about. But that's why I'm very very cautious. I mean, last year we could tell COVID's running through running through a nursing home. COVID's killing everyone, right? It's a lot harder to isolate variables now. Just as, and it's uh, it, it, I don't want to come off as heartless and say, well, oh, people are going to die anyway. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if we're going to have a conversation about a certain part of the population, um, 70 plus, 80 plus, right? If we're going to have that conversation and you're going to try and isolate one variable that could lead to a potential fatal outcome, it's a lot more complicated than that. It is. And there are lots of different case studies available showing that people in those age groups, in those vulnerable populations, getting vaccinated reduces their likelihood of having a fatal COVID reaction. And that's not to discredit or discount any of the negative reactions of vaccines, because as, as I said, I'm in VAERS. I'm, my name's in there somewhere. I had a bad reaction to a tetanus shot and I don't get tetanus shots anymore. If I step on a nail, I go to the hospital, right? When I got my, uh, when I got, what, what was it? What, what's the tetanus usually? Uh, DTaP, diphtheria and pertussis that's is usually yep. linked with tetanus. When I got that before my son was born, they had to specially order one without tetanus in it. Really? Because usually it comes as a bundle. Yeah. They had to specially order it because I said, no, I can't have tetanus. I can't do it. I'm going to swell up. I'm going to have rashes everywhere and not doing it. Right. So I, I totally get the idea that there are negative consequences of vaccines. I totally, and I'm on board with studying those, studying the hell out of them. Right. But you can't have the conversation and say that, Andrew Cuomo, for example, deserves to be in prison for killing all of the uh, elderly men and women, grandparents in nursing homes by deliberately like letting them get COVID. Right. You can't have that conversation and then also say that it's more dangerous for them to get a vaccine to which you don't know the consequences. I, I, I get it. If, if, if someone's 90 years old and they're in a nursing home 
and they've been it's been explained to them that you're probably not leaving here what are they more worried about COVID taking them next week or the possibility that this vaccine 20 years down the line could manipulate their their genome in some way right they're not worried about that they're not worried about that because the most important question is whether or not they're going to get COVID. Because for all the talk we have about COVID, for all the talk we have about how most people, 99.9 whatever percent, um, don't have fatal outcomes, among 80 plus, 90 plus, 100 plus, it's a completely different different story. So listen, a, a, any grandparent, any grandparent, I would tell you, yes, get the vaccine. And that's not yeah. to discredit the possibility that the vaccine could harm you. It's all about balancing, weighing the different options. If you are in one of those very protected classes, the very vulnerable classes, you, you, have, to, you have to decide what is more dangerous. If, if I was 80 and someone said, okay, well, this, this virus can kill you or the vaccine could kill you in 30 years. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it seems like a very easy calculus. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm sitting here trolling the CDC's website, and they have all of this wonderful stuff on there on life after the vaccine, but there's nothing presented on there talking about life without the vaccine. So it's just like they're, they're pushing this huge narrative that in order for you to get back to normal life, you have to have the vaccine. And that scares me because yeah. that means that the government is only seeing a way for me to live based on their criteria that I have a vaccine. Yeah. And people saying, oh, you should talk to your doctor. Yeah, talk to your doctor. Figure out what's best for you. I'm not about forcing yeah. anyone to get anything. No. I'm not about forcing anyone to get anything. But I if, like if, if, I, if I was 600 pounds and I was diabetic and I looked at the numbers and it said, if I get COVID, there is a 100% chance that I die. Time to get that. Because there is. I mean, and, and, you, and you told me that this, this, this uh, vaccine might kill me in 40 years. 30 years, whatever, we, but we don't know, right? Reasonable in that situation, off. the calculus is very easy to make. Reasonable now, most people aren't 600 pounds with diabetes. So that it's a balancing act that you're all gonna have to, gonna have to make, right? It's all, up to all of you to decide. But it's something that we don't talk about. We talk about vaccines harming people. And I, again, I'm on, I understand that personally. I get it. But if, if you're gonna have, I like a lot of vaccines. You know, we live in a <laughs> we live in a modern world. There's things I want to be vaccinated yeah. against, like the modern flu, yeah. right? Who doesn't want to get a yeah. flu shot? It's well tested. It works. Well, I, We're all yeah, for vaccinations, it works. man. It, all for. it works when the, it works when they predict the strains right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then <laughs> sometimes they get the strains wrong. <laughs> and the vaccinations that you and I get isn't always the same ones they get at the hospitals because sometimes yeah, the hospitals yeah. they'll have several different strains that you'll get vaccinated for, and but they also see weird stuff. But that's kind of the thing, like, 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 I hope I never need a smallpox vaccine. I hope, I hope I never need it. Monkey. But the reason I, yeah, the the reason I don't need a smallpox vaccine is because we eradicated smallpox through vaccinations. Right. I mean, I mean, so they work. I'm not, I'm not discounting any of this, the skepticism, like someone in the comment section said that that their, their dad got dementia after getting the vaccine. That's terrible. I'm, I'm. I, my heart breaks for that for you. Yeah, I, I would hope that you get in contact with doctors and scientists to study whether that's causal link, right? Because obviously, if it, if it's like he got 
injected and, and an hour later he couldn't remember where he was and that's very serious right but nothing happens in a vacuum nothing happens in a vacuum and and at any given moment there are hundreds of other variables at play genetics being one of them right so a lot of times we we try and put all those variables aside and say oh, we know what caused it we don't we don't and no. and i'm not i'm not too proud to say that i would never eat my hat if it turns out that oh the virus is killing more people those are the vaccines killing more people than the virus i'll be the first to eat a hat obviously yeah right if it's pretty like I, have, I have no stake in this. and safe I have no stake. In, I have no financial stake in this, right? I look at the data and I say, "Okay, well, this makes sense." Not saying that it doesn't harm some people. Everything harms people. I mean, you drink too much water, it'll kill you. If you drink, this you drink air. Works, I'm totally cool with it, right? But I just want more of that data because they've yeah. been suppressing uh, a lot of the people who've claimed some really bad side effects, right? And they've suppressed that in the news. They've suppressed that in social media, and they've suppressed that in other platforms. Maybe even the way you and I text. So, you know, it, why would they feel like there's a need to suppress the side effects of the drug if they're just not sitting there trying to push the drug as the cure-all for everything? Yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I want to be able to talk about the side effects just as much as I want to be able to talk about the good things, right? Yeah. But until I get that, I have, I'm having a hard time trusting. That's okay. fair. That's fair. Apophis says, yep, water OD. It's possible. Oh, yeah. It People is possible. To, radio shows uh, Water poisoning. Yeah, they drink themselves to death with water. There is a such thing as water poisoning. Absolutely. There absolutely is. There is a such thing as oxygen poisoning. If you drink, if, if you breathe air and oxygen makes up too great of a percentage of it, It'll yes, it is possible to kill you. Yes. Right? Everything, everything will kill someone in some quantity and not hurt anyone else. And, and, and vaccines, medicines are the same way. Now, I think that vaccine manufacturers should be, be forced to show all the side effects i think that's probably the reason that's probably the reason that you're not seeing vaccine commercials because under u.s law when you advertise a drug you're required to tell all the side all the effects. side effects 100 yeah yep, you absolutely have to and i haven't seen a single commercial yet uh, yeah how long do you, you think that'll be commercial i wonder how long that'll be yeah hmm. i mean think about that hmm. we haven't heard a single commercial for vaccines that's the part of me that starts like oh that's interesting yeah because that's actually interesting have- it, and it was, you know, it's, they were granted waivers for a lot of the research yeah. to look into those and, things. And it's kind of like, and, uh... and that's where you hear it. And you're like, wow, that that's really screwy. That doesn't that doesn't sound right. Right. Like when Saki says this thing has been yeah. tested to the gold standard of all gold standards when it comes to um, yeah. research. And you're like, well, hold on. No, it, it was given an emergency yeah. release that they're just now starting to do the really the research on it because they got a large enough pool of people to start pulling that data from. So there's yeah. just a lot well, of awful lot. The government's not honest about i'll tell you about the gold standard the gold standard is of course air medicare network proud sponsor of the show they continue to sponsor us and we continue to appreciate it because they are a fantastic product to protect you your family your household should a medical emergency ever strike and you need to be airlifted to a hospital we don't always get to choose how we go to a hospital right i mean i was lucky enough to be able to drive my wife when she gave birth to our two sons but you never know you never know where that happens. Maybe you need an ambulance. Maybe you need a helicopter. Any number, again, any number of variables can come into play. We don't get to control our fate. You'd be surprised how many people in suburban, urban areas have to fly, be transported to a hospital by helicopter just because of traffic. 
Well, with Aramid Care Network, you don't have to worry about the cost associated with that. $85 gets your entire household cover coverage for one year. It's less if you're a senior citizen, and it's less if you buy three or five years at a time. As long as you're flown by an AMCN provider, you will not pay one cent for that flight, and Aramid Care Network's providers fly over 100,000 patients every single year. So you're going to want to go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So this is where, this is where, I mean, you can't have, we've been talking a lot about how this virus is potentially engineered, potentially engineered that uh, potentially leaked from a lab, might have had some of that gain-of-function work done on it. It's pretty scary. Anthony Fauci was asked a point-blank question, and the, the steps he took to avoid answering it were pretty stunning. He was asked by a, a member of Congress whether COVID-19 has the same spike protein that was used in certain gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab that the NIH funded, and Fauci didn't want to answer. Let's play this clip. Let's play cut 14. That led to this, uh, an S1 spike that looks very similar, if not exactly, to what's on the COVID-19 spike. Um, what are you referring to, Senator? Can you please be more specific? Yeah. So I'm talking about the S1 subunit of the current COVID-19 spike. What, what about it? I'm, I mean, are you talking about an experiment? Are you talking about a paper that was published? So I'm talking about uh, viral research that was done using NIH funding with the North Carolina lab, and Dr. Shi developed this S1 subunit spike that looks exactly like what we have on the current COVID-19 spike. Yeah. Is that not true? No, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to. Are you referring to the paper of Barrick and she in Nature Immunology? Is that what you're referring? I, I need to know specifically. Yeah, so Dr. Barrick and she printed uh, studies on the, this S1 unit that was basically the development of the key to the door that was specifically took a, the original SARS virus and made it so it would bond to the human lung cells. No, there was no gain, if you're referring, Senator, to gain of function by the definition. Okay, I mean, that's not my question. Well, but would, well you, would you agree that, that the, when, the spike that was developed there is what's also on the current Yeah, COVID but that's, that's, ir, that's irrelevant to anything until you have a context in which you're putting it. You're talking about an S1 and a spike in what context? If you're talking about a paper that was written by them? But, but you agree or disagree that it's the same spike? I'm not sure what you're talking about, Senator. I'm really not sure what you're talking about. Okay, thank you. All right. So this is this man is is. So earlier I said that Hunter Biden's corruption was genius level corruption. This man is genius level avoiding the question. The member of Congress asked him a very pointed question. Is it the same spike Does, protein? Yes. Is it the same spike protein? Is it the same spike protein? Reason for that is gain of function. That is a type of research in which scientists deliberately try and give, help a virus gain a new function, whether that be to cross species or to be more transmissible, right? What they do is they will take spike proteins 
they would they were either take them from another virus or it's actually possible to create their own and they will try and use those spike proteins to change the virus now the spike protein is the part of the virus that actually attaches to your cell so if you think about it think about it like a harpoon if you're like a, a moby dick fan if, if you're trying to hunt the whale you shoot the harpoon at the whale well that's what the virus does to our cells any virus does to our cells they have that spike protein almost like a harpoon it just stabs into the cell and that's how it connects mm -hmm. so when you do gain a function research and you want to have a virus be more transmissible or to jump species you have to kind of work on the spike protein you have to manipulate the spike protein otherwise it's like putting a, a round peg inside of a square hole it doesn't work right you need to have it match up so that it can actually infect the population that you want to infect and what this member of congress asked was a very simple question are the spike proteins the same? Are the spike proteins identical? And that question has two potential reasons. Either the spike protein itself is invented man-made, which if it was found in one research paper and also found in the natural COVID-19, it would suggest that COVID-19 was man-made. Or the spike protein was taken from an existing virus used in research and that, that would basically suggest that the researchers were relying on COVID-19 or a similar coronavirus as the blueprint for for working on their own spike protein research. Do you, do you understand there, there's two possibilities? Absolutely. Either, either they were using COVID-19 or some other coronavirus just like it, and they were using it to try and copy it in their research, or COVID-19 just so happens to have the same man-made spike protein. It's either it's a man-made spike protein or it's a sure. natural spike protein. Sure. If it's the same, it suggests one of those two possibilities. Does the Wuhan lab currently have a copyright on one of those spikes? Because <laughs> a lot know. of these companies will create a, like, that, a, that, a copyright trademark on that's their true. research, right? And if they are actually holding some sort of documentation yeah. that says we created this and then we find it yeah. in this cell, or this virus out of nowhere, then yeah. If you and I were using yeah. it for our purposes yeah. and they found that it's, we were using like, their spike, they'd sue us, right? They'd sue the crap it, it's out like, of us. Yeah. And and if you if something accidentally leaked out, it's like leaving your business card at the scene of a crime. Worse yeah, I mean it's worse than that. Yeah. I mean it's like the genome of it is sitting right there. You you have more than just that. And you'd be able to see all the little bits and pieces they put in like a little Lego puzzle saying I mean that's the essentially what yeah. gain of function research is. Build a designer virus. Yeah. So doctors Barrick and she have worked together on a number of research projects, a number of them. They have not only authored one paper together, they've worked on a number of different projects together. They've worked, they've kind of lended their expertise to each other many, many times. This is why I say that Fauci is expert level, genius level deflection, because he points to a very specific paper and says, are you talking about this paper? Mm -hmm. And the senator, who isn't as well versed in the actual papers themselves, kind of says yes. But Fauci is referring to a paper that was more of a, uh, a retrospective paper. The paper, the specific paper he was referring to was not like getting your hands dirty kind of work. It was more of let's study other people who got their hands dirty mm -hmm. and analyze their data. So instead of pointing to the one where they were actually working together, actually manipulating the spike proteins, Fauci pointed to the one that was more of a retrospective analysis. Easy out. Presumably, so he could say no, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. Right? So he yeah. says he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not purging. But, yeah, 
he says Fauci says he doesn't know what he's talking about, but the steps he's taking to try and deflect and set up a future deflection shows that he does. And, and the idea that just a senator can be able to more uh, to articulate a phenomenon better than Fauci, because you always hear that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. The senator should have said, well, my aide just handed me this and I read it out loud. Are you saying my aide is smarter than you? <laughs> are you saying that my advisors are smarter than you, Dr. Mm -hmm. Fauci? How is it that I can have I can have a summary, which in all honesty, they probably just copied off of Google. How is it I can have a summary? And every time I try and explain something, you don't know what you're talking about. That, that's the ultimate leftist out. Tactic. I don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely. I don't know what you're talking about. Or, uh, what's the context here? If you don't give me context, we can't talk about the same thing. It's just an easy yeah. tactic so he doesn't perjure himself. But the question, he, he was dancing around it. Is this the same spike protein? And have you guys yeah. been putting it in anything else, essentially? Do you guys yeah. know what this is? No. Well, well, and you just start hearing the lip yeah. flapping. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Apophis so. says, yes, yes, when companies do it, they put a sequence in the genome that doesn't happen in, neighbor, in nature. So anyone looking at it later uh, oh, knows no. they made it, not Mother Nature. And there were emails to Fauci early on in the pandemic from other experts, not just like random Joe Schmo, which there were a lot of emails like that just from no one. Just from, not no one, but just from general members of the Other public. scientists. Who just yeah. yeah, but there were actually scientists who said, listen, this looks manufactured. You wouldn't leave a calling card, though, Apophis, if you weren't supposed to be doing the research. Think about that. Because there's money involved. If you're, yeah. We've talked about this on the show a lot, about what is gain of function. What is gain of function? Gain of function has, is a term that has had its definition changed over the years. Gain of function, the Obama administration paused it because they said it was too risky. They reauthorized gain of function funding, but under the caveat that gain of function would be defined as an experiment that is designed to specifically make a virus more transmissible. So if you do the same exact experiment on the same exact virus, have the same exact result and say, well, we didn't intend that. We were intending something different. It's technically not gain of function at that point. Technically. Here is a clip of Fauci celebrating the lifting of the restrictions because he said restricting gain-of-function research would hamper creativity. It's like cut number 13. I think that, that where we are right now in science and molecular biology and particularly molecular virology and our ability to sequence and recombine and, and create various organisms in some respect, is that the best way to prevent a nefarious act is to develop a culture of responsibility among scientists. You, you have to have some um, restrictions in the sense of you don't do work that could actually hurt people in the sense of if you have a laboratory accident, you have to have the right containment. Uh, once you start being too restrictive, you then impede creativity for so many of the good things that can come out of the same type of work. You wow. impede creativity. Impede creativity. This is something we've talked about on the show. And it's a legitimate argument. If it's a legitimate argument, now it might not be the juice might not be worth the squeeze, 
But it's a legitimate argument to say, let's take these viruses out of far reaches in China. Let's study them. Let's try and accelerate their mutations so we can identify different ways that they could mutate over the next 100 years. Let's see what it would look like if they jumped to human beings so that when they do naturally, we know how to fight it. Or we at least have a better idea of how to fight it. We'll fight it in these lab conditions and an accelerated timetable. So if it happens naturally, we won't be just be caught off guard. That's the Fauci argument. Mm-hmm. Said, that's creativity. The alternative is you accelerate a virus's mutation hundreds of years. You, you, you help it jump species when you don't even know if it would have on its own. And then it leaks out. Well, that creativity could have just killed 4 million people. I mean, we're not talking about Hunter Biden's art projects here. Mm-mm. We're talking about mad science. Why would you? I understand the reason they want to develop that stuff, why they should develop that stuff, because, you know, they don't want to be caught off guard if something novel does pop up. Right. You know, they, you know, be ahead yeah. of the virus with science. But why would you need to make something? And my idea is, is that if you made a virus, right, and it was to accidentally get released, and you were one of the leading researchers on creating that spike protein, you might be one of the yeah. leading researchers on a vaccine. And yeah. then once you've got a problem, you've got a vaccine just waiting in the wings to happen. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, look at this. Right? But that's a little, yeah. Uh, dogs, domesticated dogs came from wolves, right? Yep. Over many, 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 many generations, many, 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 many years, human beings have domesticated wolves. And those wolves have become any number of different dog breeds, many of which can fit in your pocket <laughs> and look nothing like a wolf. I know. Right? But Good imagine, dog. they're very cute. Imagine if the opposite was possible. Imagine if a little Pomeranian could eventually evolve into a human eating wolf. Just imagine that was possible. I mean, technically it's, technically it's possible. If you can go one way, you can technically go the other, but it wouldn't happen. But let's just say technically it's possible. Now, imagine there was a bad scientist who was, uh, was experimenting on Pomeranians, trying to turn them into wolves that had a hankering for human flesh. And eventually, one of those wolves just got out and ate a bunch of people. The argument of it was going to happen anyway is pretty far-fetched. I'll agree with that one. Could it have happened? In that that context. Yeah, could it have happened? Maybe. Maybe. Is anything guaranteed? No. Right? So it's mad science. I'm going to make Dr. Frankenstein because if I don't, it's going to happen anyway. No. No. It's not. The guy's got bolts in his ears. (laughs) Yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense, man. This whole thing just blows my mind. That is generally, it's an extreme example, but that's generally what they're talking about. It's possible, given enough time, enough jumps, enough mutations for a virus to become more transmissible, more deadly. They're trying to make it happen on its own in a controlled environment so that they know what it looks like. This is like potentially a, a plot to a sci-fi movie. It was going to happen anyway, yeah. so we decided to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then yeah. I'm just waiting for the movie guy to be like, and then it got out. Yeah, and, the, and, you, and then you heard Fauci. It would hamper creativity. We have to let them do this because it would hamper Creativity. Why do Doc- we need virologists being Doc- creative with this kind of stuff? Doctor F- Doctor Frankenstein's monster is beautiful for what it is. Yeah, don't hamper his creativity. <laughs> God, this just sounds so crazy. Uh, and then if I we mean, screw up, we can't talk about it. 
Yeah, screw it. We can't talk about it. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Someone just said in the comment section that I am getting paid to develop the vaccine. No, I, I, if I was, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> if I was, I'd be, I'd be in Cabo, right? right. <laughs> I'd be in Cabo drinking margaritas. Like, come right. on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm getting paid. Okay. Um, no, I, I'm just someone who looks at the pros and cons and, and identifies that there are cons. There are cons in everything. Yeah, we're not getting paid to do any of that. (laughs) In certain classes of people, the the pros outweigh the cons. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but this this Frank is this Dr. Fauci's monster. It's essentially what it is. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's Fauci Stein. It's Fauci Stein. Seth Frankenstein. It's Fauci Stein. So he's been brought up on charges, right? Federal. He has officially not 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 been brought up on federal charges. Okay. What is it? He's been referred. Referred. He's been referred for prosecution. Referred for so basically, Rand Paul has referred uh-huh. him for prosecution, and we are running a fax blast today on this. Uh, I post the link in the description on Facebook. I'll post it again on D Live. We are running a fax blast to remove Fauci from power because obviously, will he be prosecuted by the Biden administration? Unlikely, unlikely, because it is just yeah. a referral coming from Rand Paul, not one coming from the committee or the House as a whole or the right. Senate as a whole. But he still deserves to be removed from his position. So our facts plus yeah, straight up line, straight up line. Um, oh, and uh, someone just said not talking about me shilling for the vaccine, Fauci. Okay, I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. I thought you were talking about talking about me. Um, we are we are pushing two pieces of legislation. One is the Fired Act. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, Fauci's incompetence requires immediate dismissal act. That would quite literally add a um, term limit to his position as the head of the uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. I like He's it. been there for 36 years. It would create a term limit, of, term limit of 12. No grandfather clause. He'd immediately be fired. I like that one. That's fun. He's made a lot of money doing this. So, yeah. Yeah, he has. And the next one is just called the Fire, uh, so the Fire Fauci Act. That is by um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And that bill would cut Anthony Fauci's salary to zero. Zero. Hmm. Hmm. He is the highest paid federal employee in the entire government. There is not a single civilian employee of the federal government that makes more money than Anthony Fauci. Between 2019 and 2024, he is slated to make $2.5 million. Say what? Yeah. Dang. Dang. (laughs) This bill would cut that to zero. I like it because it means he doesn't get money. But at the same time, he could also just volunteer. He Maybe he's gotten such a taste for this tyranny, he'll do it for free, right? So I like the first bill. But our facts blast is, is basically saying there's two ways to skin this cat. Congress needs to debate it and needs to do it because this man has harmed this nation too much. And to leave him in power is a risk that we, frank, quite frankly, cannot take so the link is in the description i'll post it again if you want to participate yeah. if you haven't already make sure you sign up for our email newsletter that's how you'll receive these before the show airs um so lo- lo- lots of discussions today the yeah. vaccine comment the vaccine conversation got out, got out there again i don't care if you get vaccinated i don't care i agree Do it. If vaccines, go for it yeah i agree that vaccines can harm people i'm i'm, on, I'm in that boat we just got banned, I, i'm sure I'm, Sure you just, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I agree that vaccines can harm people. What I also want, though, is I want the proof 
that vaccines kill people. Not just VAERS, which says that after someone got a vaccine, they died. You need actual causality. You need causality because if we have a campaign to vaccinate everyone in every single nursing home, and we do that, when people pass away in a nursing home, it doesn't mean that the vaccine necessarily killed them. It, it doesn't. It, it, it's So I, I want the evidence. Um, again, I said I have no dog in this fight. I'll be happy to eat the hat. Gammy Sparkles wants me to start chewing, she's been saying. But I'll be happy to eat the hat that I'm wrong. He'll, he'll eat wrong. it. We'll get him a leather hat. It'll be great. All, all, oh, yeah. It's a hat made of stone. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is let's be, let's be intellectually consistent. We can't say that Fauci killed 4 million people and also say that there's no need for anyone to try and get a vaccine. Right? You can't say that people are, lots of people are dying and then say that it's bad to even try and stop it. So let's just be intellectually consistent. Let's let's actually prove and search for causality. And uh, and I don't want to say intellectually lazy, but uh, don't fall don't fall for the the very easy gimmicky headlines. Don't fall for it. Um, rise above it, and and you get there by asking questions. And, I, and I, again, I am not beyond eating the hat. I have no dog in the fight. I'm not being paid by big pharma. If I was, I wouldn't be here. Gosh, I wish we were. You know how much money we'd be making? I mean, we'd yeah. we'd be hiring people to do this for us. Io says no. He, he doesn't want to to slow down and and have a, a intellectual discussion. He wants to rage and overreact. <laughs> I, I like him. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Though. I like Who doesn't? that. You sound like what, what's that university that always burns the couches every time they win? University, university of Boulder, of Michigan. Oh, I'm sorry. University of Boulder. <laughs> Boulder. Well, there's to. a lot. There's a lot yeah, of universities. There's a couple of them, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. That's what that reminds me of. Um, yeah. Well, well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition that is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. If you like Josh Camp, oh, let do us this. know. Don't do that. Josh doesn't like Josh Camp. No, I do not. Josh doesn't like Josh Cam. So if you like it, let him know. He always tries to weasel his way out of it. Every day. Also, if you also if you would like Josh to buy a comb, we're going to be starting a give, send, go for Josh to comb his hair. Look at that hair. <laughs> Look at that body. What are you talking about? We're going to start a give, send, Maybe go a razor. for a comb. A razor, yeah. Maybe <laughs> no, a I razor. Can't, I hate I can't, shaving. I can't I talk hate on shaving. that. I can't talk on that. But uh, let us know if you like Josh Cam. Um, <laughs> I like it. I think it's fun. Otherwise, it's just this like this voice of God, and I no one has any yeah, idea where it's coming. Like, where is it coming from? What is it? Who's this idiot talking? Mm-hmm. Leaving me, yeah. not you. No, no, true story. When we started working together, mm-hmm. um, I had never seen your face. No, that's true. And and, and, when, and when we met in person, I didn't originally make the connection. Yeah, I remember that. I said hi, I Max. Didn't, I didn't originally make the connection because yeah, we had yeah. only ever uh-huh. spoken over the phone and over. It was then an audio podcast, so yeah. you got to put a uh, voice to the face. Yeah. It was kind of funny when Max actually did meet me for the first time. I had to say a few sentences, and he was just standing there yeah. looking at me, and I'm like, Max, it's yeah. me. And he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. I remember that day. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Jenna says, Max, wear a different shirt tomorrow. No, I'm going to wash this and wear it again. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Max. Thank you for producer Josh on Josh Cam for filling in. Hopefully Joe will be back tomorrow. If not, we'll go live anyway. Yeah, we'll figure Remember it out. everyone that the 
the fight to take back our country isn't over, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. See you later, guys.